With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Rams Up, a Los Angeles Rams podcast. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We cover other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. back Ram fans this is Rams up your Los Angeles Rams podcast and man it's an exciting time of year the Rams are back in training camp players hitting the field Sunday the 24th closed practices this week some practices open to the public beginning next week exciting time lots to talk about we're gonna have a training camp preview we run through 12 questions 12 things that I don't know about this team that I need to find out And then we're going to wrap it up with a 13th question. I'm going to talk about the offensive line. I'm going to have some thoughts on that, on perhaps our most important unit. Got some questions there. But in a nutshell, this episode is all about what do we need to find out about this edition of the Los Angeles Rams. Before we get to that, some news and notes. Hey, I dropped a nice little video on our YouTube channel last week, The Seven Players with Something to Prove. This week, another one coming your way. Famous Ram duos. That should be a lot of fun. Be dropping that midweek, probably around Wednesday. Go to ramsup.com and hit that YouTube link. That'll get you to our YouTube channel. Check out some of our videos there and please subscribe as well. 
And how about the Rams Super Bowl ring? Is that a thing of beauty? As Stafford said, yeah, it is. Really nice looking ring. Very unique. Celebrating SoFi Stadium as pieces of the artificial grass as well as the game ball incorporated into the ring. Pretty nice. I like it. I'm a fan. And you know, I've been having this mauling the media segment on occasion. Maybe I should rename it mauling Mike. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. I don't know what's with that guy. He wrote an article about the upcoming unveiling of the ring. And then after he saw it, what did he have to say about the ring? Comment on how awesome it was, how incredible it looked, celebrating the Rams Super Bowl win at SoFi Stadium. No, he wrote an entire article focused on the fact that the Rams did not acknowledge the St. Louis Super Bowl victory, saying that the Rams basically showed their middle finger to the city of St. Louis. Come on, Mike, you really had to dig for something negative, and you found it. Congratulations. Some other Ram news, Van Jefferson had a knee injury. He played the second half of the season with it, had it cleaned up, and is now ready to go. Suspect he suffered that in the Texan game. My special assistant actually commented on that after that game, that it looked like he was hurt in that game. Jalen Ramsey also recovering from a procedure he had on his shoulder. Trevin Howard was recovering from a groin injury and is now having core muscle surgery, but he should hopefully be ready for the season. And Kyron Williams and Quentin Lake, two of the drafted rookies, sitting out for now, physically unable to perform. Hopefully they'll get back on the field soon so they can start competing for roster spots and be contributors this season. Howard is on that pup list, and Ramsey was originally going to be on it, but the Rams had a change of heart. He's good to go in a limited fashion. If you care about Madden, I do a little bit. Three Rams, 98 or better. Donald in 99, Cup and Ramsey both in 98. To be honest with you, I have a hard time understanding why Cup isn't a 99. What did he not do well, is what I would ask. Saw an interesting stat as well. This pass rush win rate has been a metric for only five years. And the 10 best pass rush win rates in those five years Top five for a defensive tackle, all Aaron Donald. And how about that Kyler Murray contract? Five years, $230.5 million, $160 million guaranteed. Second highest paid quarterback on average after Deshaun Watson, of all people. I think they may have overpaid, but I'm not sure they had a choice. Andrew Whitworth and Akib Tlaib both signed on with Amazon Prime for their Thursday night football production. So it'll be good to see those guys. I think Whitworth will be great at that. Akib Tlaib, I've seen him a couple times. A lot of people don't like his style. I have no problem with it. actually enjoyed him. You know you're going to get the God's honest truth from Akib Tlaib. That's for sure. And the Dodgers complete a four-game sweep of the Giants. Now have a 10.5 game lead in the NL West. Remember a few weeks ago, I said they were in trouble, mostly due to the non-production of Muncie Bellinger and Justin Turner. Bellinger had a grand slam to win one game against the Giants. Max Muncie picked up his first hit since the All-Star break, the first hit of this four-game series. His average now sitting at 155. We'll be back in a minute with our 
training camp preview. And our approach here is 12 questions that I have about this Rams team. And then a 13th question that'll follow that all about the Rams offensive line. Well, folks, Bram training camp is upon us, and it's that time of year. Let's talk about the questions we have about this Rams team training camp questions. These are not my fearsome four questions. I got more than that, and I don't have the answers for most of these. What do we need to find out about this team? Hopefully in training camp, a lot of them we won't have an answer until the regular season. I got 12 questions, and then after that, A final question dealing strictly with the offensive line as a group. We'll get to that last. What's my first question? Question number one, what's up with Matthew Stafford's elbow? I think it's okay. appears to be on the mend. Doesn't seem to be a lot of concern about it, but we just want him to be 100% as soon as possible. Allen Robinson, the new receiver on this team, Tutu Atwell coming back. Jacob Harris getting involved now, hopefully. Need our starting quarterback in training camp. We need Stafford at 100% as soon as possible so this offense can get to that next level, the next evolution of this great offense. And you have to wonder if Stafford's elbow, the recovery from this injury, is why they signed Luis Perez. They bring Luis Perez back. Remember, he was in camp in 2018. He's out of San Diego. Just another camp arm, but maybe that's an indication that Stafford's elbow isn't quite ready and they need to run practices with three healthy arms, I would assume. Now, first day of camp, he was reportedly out there throwing, but don't have a lot of data points yet. Maybe we can put this to rest, but but we'll have to see. Question number two, last week in my video on the YouTube channel discussing Rams that have something to prove. One of them was Tutu Atwell. And outstanding question about Tutu is what his role is going to be. How involved is he going to be? Is he going to compete for that punt returner job with Brandon Powell? I'm sure he will. Who's going to win that job? Brandon Powell was so good last year. Can they keep both of these guys? Is Tutu going to get significant snaps on the offense? I hope so. So that's something to watch, watching Tutu's role in this offense. As much as the Rams are going to show us in training camp with the public watching. And, as I said in the YouTube channel video, can he stay healthy? Question number three, the health of some of these guys, the walking wounded coming back from injury. I already mentioned Tutu, then there's Cam Akers, who seems to be 100%. Jordan Fuller and Tyler Higby are probably my two biggest concerns. As I said, Jalen Ramsey cleared for action on a limited basis, but Trevan Howard is on the pup list, as well as two rookies, Quentin Lake and Kyron Williams. That's a little disheartening. Hopefully that's not a long-term thing, but mainly concerned about Fuller and Higby. They are not on this pup list, so that's a good sign. Hopefully Williams and Lake get back on the field soon. Not worried about Ramsey. Question number four. Now, this one's probably going to come out of left field for a lot of you. 
But I have a concern about the backup quarterback position. Rams seem intent on carrying three guys. Wolford locked in as the number two guy. Perkins the number three. Wolford a free agent next year. I'm surprised that the Rams haven't tried to improve that backup position. So much rides on the performance of the quarterback. Stafford needs to stay healthy, in my opinion, because I don't think either Wolford or Perkins are capable of carrying this team in December and January, for example. But I am curious to see if Bryce Perkins maybe jumps Wolford on that depth chart. While I think Wolford is the overall better quarterback, I think Perkins is that guy that can come in and play that typical, traditional backup quarterback role, creating plays off schedule, running the ball a little bit. But bottom line is, I'm surprised the Rams have stood pat here. They seem to be happy with their backup quarterback situation. I am not. Question number five. Sorting out this defensive backfield. What a great problem to have. Man, there's a bunch of guys here. Some good players are going to get cut. I mean, look at the cornerback position. Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill comes back. David Long played well late in the year. Robert Rochelle coming back from an injury. Should have mentioned him earlier when we talked about the walking wounded. Kobe Durant, he was drafted as Kobe Durant. He's now listed as Kobe Durant. High draft pick, I'm sure he'll make this roster. Then there's Darion Kendrick, another draft pick, and Grant Haley. Don't count him out. And safety, a similar situation. Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott. All proven starters. There's Jake Gervais, who has hung around for a couple years now. And two draft picks, Quentin Lake and Russ Yeast. So those will be two position groups that warrant keeping a close eye on. A lot of talent there. It'll be fun seeing how this all shakes out. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet for up to $1,000. And looking for something to bet on? Look no further than the Dodgers. They host the Nationals, and they go on the road at the Rockies, four games at San Francisco, and then back home to play the Padres. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Question number six. You know, I'm very comfortable with Joseph Noteboom as our new left tackle. But in the back of our minds, we have to have a small concern if he is the answer for a 17-game schedule in the playoffs that follow, which is what we're expecting, right? We'll have to watch his performance early on. I'm very confident he is going to get it done, but there has to be A little lingering question in the back of our mind. Is he good enough to protect Matthew Stafford 
for another Super Bowl run. Now, we're not done with the offensive line. We're going to get back to them at the end of this and talk about the offensive line as a unit and the questions we might have. Question number seven has to do with our kicking situation. Our kickers, we got three of them now. Matt Gay seems entrenched as our place kicker. Johnny Hecker moves on to Carolina. Our longtime punter is gone. Riley Dixon, the free agent punter, comes over from the Giants. And then the Rams draft Cameron Dicker. Now, Cameron Dicker was listed as a kicker coming out of Texas on his NFL draft profile. The Rams list him as a punter, which kind of makes sense because I think Matt Gay isn't going anywhere. Cameron Dicker will be fighting Riley Dixon for that punting job. But if Dicker wins that punting job... Will he have a role in the kicking game as well? Will he be kicking off? Will he be attempting long field goals? Will he make the team at all? So we'll have to see. That'll bear watching. That should be a fun battle. My money's on Cameron Dicker winning that job as the punter, and we may see him on kickoffs as well. So training camp, something to watch if you're there. Check out those special teams and see what Cameron Dicker is up to. Question number eight. Our defensive line rotation, you know, we're solid up front. Top three guys, Aaron Donald, Ashawn Robinson, Greg Gaines. Absolutely zero complaints. These guys can get it done. Everybody on the planet knows that. The problem is, behind them, what do we have? Well, Michael Hoyt and Marquise Copeland contributed significantly last year. I don't think they're making any headlines, but they're solid backups. I was really hoping Bobby Brown would emerge this year. He's suspended for the first six games. That's not going to help. Ernest Brown, the fourth, coming back for his second year. I don't know. The Rams don't seem to have a lot of faith in him. Then there's Elijah Garcia and Jonah Williams. That position group as a whole is fine. I'm just concerned about the workload for those front three guys. If our second-line guys are just okay, man, really disappointed. We're not going to see Bobby Brown until Game 7 at the earliest. And question number 9, it's all about the edge. Leonard Floyd, check. Solid as they come. Underrated, overlooked because of that Von Miller signing. Justin Hollins, solid, but not necessarily a great edge rusher. Terrell Lewis showed signs of being a very good edge rusher. This needs to stay on the field. After the Von Miller signing, Lewis disappeared. Probably not by any fault of his own, but we haven't seen him produce for half a season, let alone a whole season. And the Rams might be asking him to step up into that role. And then there's the two youngsters, Chris Garrett and Daniel Hardy. Hardy has made an impression on those special team coaches already. Very athletic. Chris Garrett. Rams seem to love him. This will be his chance. This will be his time to step up. But I'm not 100% convinced the Rams have that number two edge rusher in the house. But overall, as a unit, it's pretty good. A lot of potential. Be watching that group closely. Question number 10, 
Well, we haven't talked about the inside linebackers, and most of you are probably thinking, what's there to talk about? Ernest Jones and Bobby Wagner, a young and upcoming linebacker that's played very well thus far, and one of the best linebackers in the NFL over the last 10 years, Bobby Wagner, two guys that we're all thinking are going to be on the field for three downs. But here's the thing. Bobby has really struggled on passing downs. Last year, he allowed 63 catches on 82 targets for a, for a total of 596 yards. This is according to Next Gen Stats. He's still a top 10 linebacker. NFL execs and peers voted him the 8th best, which sounds about right. He provides experience and leadership. He's a great tackler. But he could be our weak link on passing downs if he's on the field. Now, that's not saying much because we're pretty solid. Great pass rush, good outside linebackers, great secondary. So if you're the weak link in that scheme, doesn't mean that you're weak, but it means that you could be the guy the opposition targets. So Bobby Wagner, is he really going to be a three-down linebacker? He's going to have to earn it. But the problem is, how's he going to feel about coming off the field after two downs? I don't think he came over to L.A. for that. So that might be a bit of a dilemma for the Rams. Bobby needs to prove he is still solid in coverage, or at least improved from last year. I still expect Ernest and Bobby to be on the field most downs, but it's a little bit of a concern. Bobby Wagner in coverage. Question number 11, real quick on the running backs. Cam Akers, we deduce he's 100%. Who's backing him up? Probably Daryl Henderson. Kyron Williams is going to make a run at that number two spot, perhaps. Where does all this leave Jake Funk and Xavier Jones and Raymond Kalais? I'm not really considering Jones and Kalais serious contenders for a spot on this roster, in my opinion. But do the Rams carry four running backs? I think they will. But if they don't, that puts Jake Funk's spot on this roster at risk. And he's great on special teams. So Jake Funk's future on this team, kind of curious to see what's going to happen. Daryl Henderson, a free agent next year. Maybe that's reason enough to keep all four of them. And question number 12. What about the tight end room? Now, Higby's back from the injury. Solid there. Great blocker, good receiver. Johnny Muntz moved on to Minnesota. Bryson Hopkins and Kendall Blanton both showed up very well last year. Hopkins the better blocker, Blanton perhaps the better receiver. But you have to love what Hopkins showed when he finally got his chance. Was that enough to convince us that Hopkins and or Blanton are the answer? And then there's Jacob Harris. He's coming back from an injury as well. Haven't mentioned him yet. Talked about injuries, talked about wide receivers. Didn't mention him once, probably should have, because as Sean McVay said, he's sort of kind of half wide receiver, half tight end. What's his role going to be? Is he going to be more of a tight end? Is he going to be pushing Hopkins and Blanton for playing time? Possibly pushing one of them off the roster? So we don't know a lot 
about our tight ends, in my opinion, beyond Tyler Higby. We can only hope the production matches the potential when it comes to these three guys, Harris, Hopkins, and Blanton. Last up, the offensive line as a group. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Okay, one last question as promised. Question number 13. Is this offensive line good enough to win a Super Bowl? Is this offensive line good enough to establish the run game on a regular basis and keep Matthew Stafford clean? Now, we already talked about Joseph Noteboom sliding in at left tackle. And we have Rob Havenstein, the new leader of this group, the senior statesman along the offensive line. David Edwards, Brian Allen, we feel pretty good about them. They both return. And then Logan Bruss. And I think the mistake we may be making, maybe it's not a mistake, maybe just a a conclusion we're jumping to is that Logan Bruss is the answer. Now, the Rams were certainly excited when they drafted him. You could see the excitement in Sean McVay and Les Snead when they made that pick. But he's got something to prove still right. Now, there are reports out of the first day of camp that Coleman Shelton was actually starting at right guard and at center a little bit. So not to write off Shelton too early, but I think this is going to be Bress's job in the end. And the reason I bring this up is Bobby Evans was drafted in a very similar spot as Logan Bress. And it got a very similar rating, not quite as high. NFL.com gave him a 6.10 prospect ranking, Logan Bress. 6.26. Very similar comments about them, their flexibility along the offensive line, athleticism, hand use, all that stuff. But, you know, Bobby Evans couldn't even hang on to the starting job last year. Uh, we may hear from him again. I think he's still talented. But but we're going to plug in Logan Bruss at right guard, slide Joseph Noteboom over to left tackle, lose the leadership and stability provided by Andrew Whitworth, in the locker room, in the huddle, on the sideline, not to mention once the ball snapped. So I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here again, but, you know, it has to be a little bit of a concern, right? I think this offensive line is going to get it done, but I'm not 100% convinced. I need to see it happen. And by the way, a little fun fact about this offensive line, the Rams are one of four teams in the NFL who have drafted every one of their starters on the offensive line. That's assuming Logan Bruss takes that starting position. So I feel very good about this offensive line, trying to be very positive. I think the Rams know what they're doing. They've been able to coach up guys as well, but I think we need to pump the brakes on the fact that this offensive line is in place and ready to roll. I need to see it. When that happens, I'll feel a lot better about our Super Bowl prospects. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also leave us a voicemail from our website. 
Don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It's really appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.